0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop art painter Jamie Rox, and this is the big show. You found it. i sure I'm glad you did. I am super excited uh, for today's episode. Our guest today is a fantastic filmmaker. Uh, he, I just watched the other day his latest uh, work that uh, that I'm aware of, um, Artist in Agony, Hitman at the Kodas tea, tea House. And um, I don't know why I want to say theater there. No, it's Dakota Tea House. Fit Men at Dakota Tea House. Um, And he's just, he directed it. It's phenomenal. So, such a funny, so such a good, funny movie. I I loved it. And, um, man, I was just cracking up. And no, folks, it's not about painters. It's about the thing that anybody who knows my work knows what I love to paint, killers. So, there you go. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Mr. Kenneth Louie. Kenneth, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, What a film, man. Before we get into this, before we get into this, you've got the coolest job in the world. Um, I I wanted to get a little background. Yeah, you know, I mean, you win. It it,
2: it doesn't always feel like the coolest, but Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, you know, especially, you know, in the last 10 years with the rise of Facebook, we all, Mm -hmm. you know, we all know everybody we went to high school with, what they're doing and and what's happening and whatnot. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I I think that applies to other social media as well. Um, You've got to be, I mean, you you grew up in L.A. or or are you a transplant to California? No, I
2: grew up in L.A. I grew up in L.A.
1: Okay, so you went to school with people with probably, you know, cool jobs as well and whatnot. Um, So still pretty cool, though. You know, you're making movies, and you've worked on some really big-name movies as well. Um, Did you always know that filmmaking was, you know, what you were going to be doing?
2: I mean, in a sense, yeah. I just, you know, growing up in the 80s, you know, single mom. Like, escapism is a big thing, you know, and so I loved right. fantasy. Fantasy was my thing. Fantasy was my jam. So I loved uh, uh, just fantasy and action movies and, you know, James Cameron and Terminator movies and, and John Woo oh, yeah. and Kung Fu movies and Jackie Chan. So, yeah, I've always was just, movies always held a fascination for me. So I always kind of got excited. That's just the only thing that held interest to me. To, so I, I knew I wanted to do something with with the whole with with with, with movies in some capacity in some way because it was just es- escapism and, and magic
1: to me. So. No, I'm telling you, Terminator changed my life, man. Oh, and he started cutting his arm open and digging in his eye. Jeez, Louise, I um,
3: uh, I was like, this is,
1: I thought that was the coolest thing I had ever seen. You know, I yeah. I, I rewatched it recently, and I'm like. Yeah, you can tell it's a, it's a prop. But when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I couldn't, you know, and I can see the same thing. And, and people, you know, I have nerd friends that are like film nerds and, and they're all like, you know, Oh, well that looks, blah blah. I'm like, well, first off, you're watching that on a high def television, you know, that, that mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. was never intended for you to see it that way. And, you know, eh, you know when I was a kid, when, when they opened the ark and Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Nazis' faces mm-hmm. melted, yeah, Looks pretty real to me when that when Honestly. that cat ripped his face off and poltergeist.
3: Yeah, wow, it was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you
1: know, what, you, know what? you know what I'm very I'm very much heartened by this
2: new kind of affinity and like reverence for the old ways of practical effects mm. because I I'm working in the VFX industry and in digital and stuff. It's like uh, uh, you know everything is everyone works so hard to make things look hyper real and then you got these, uh, you know, people, young people who are actually into the practical, it totally makes my heart smile because uh, I think there's something to it. There's a, there's, a, there's a suspension of disbelief. In other words, like, you may, you can see how the gag works, but you kind of don't care because you get, like, you kind of feel like you're a part of it. Does that make sense? Like, you you can obviously see the a rubber face, but you don't care in that, like, well, you get what they're trying to show you. So... That, in a sense, is kind of part of the fun, you know what I mean? So, I, I just, like right. to be able to see the edges or see how the gag is done, even though you know kind of how the gag is done, you're still, uh, you know, you, you get what they're trying
1: to do. So, that's, I don't know. I, I just, I love that uh,
2: suspension of disbelief, you know?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Me and my wife were watching... Um She's recently. My wife's always been into Star Wars. She's she's about 15 years younger than me, and uh, so there is a, a generation there. And um, she's always been into Star Wars. And recently, I would say in the last couple of months, she got into Star Trek. And uh, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, she's watching all the new shows and everything. I'm trying to get her to watch the old stuff, and she's yeah, mm-hmm. which, Star you know, Trek, she's just, which there's a bunch that, of well, them. which she, one. Yeah, there's a, well, she, we've watched them. All. Matter of fact, last night. We watched the season finale. We watched them out of order too. I don't understand why, but we watched Picard season three before we watched season right. two last night. We right finished on. season two. Okay. And okay. The new Picard. Uh huh. I do not want anybody. If any, any of these people that might've worked on this, um, you know, you, these probably people, you know, I don't want to, I'm not, I don't mean any disrespect and I don't want to offend anybody. Um,
3: uh-huh.
1: and no, I'm not going to bitch about anything as a star Trek guy or whatever. What the interesting thing, and I was trying to explain this to my wife, I don't know if she got it or not, is we're watching this, and the effects are amazing on- you know we're watching this television show on the t v mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, these are like movie effects, you know, look at that spaceship right. that's amazing, you know I mean I'm yeah pretty impressed, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, so I'm watching this, and i'm I'm into it, you know i'm I'm there i'm, I'm, I'm mission accomplished by the show, it's got me pulled in. I'm digging it. Um, my wife's digging it. We're all happy. And then I was trying to explain to her. I said, you know, and she's like, that's so good with the effects. It just, I felt like I was, you know, ooh, it really had me. And I said, yeah, I said, right. but you got you can't discount story. Because I was in love as a kid with a show called Babylon 5. And right. it, all their mm-hmm. effects were literally out of a video game. I mean, it was 8-bit. Sure. I don't know if it was 8-bit, but it was computerized, you know. Look right. like Tron yep, yep. Yeah, and I said, and I felt as exhilarated watching that as mm-hmm. I did with the amazing effects on the spaceship or on Picard. You know what I mean? The current thing. Well, I said so yeah, story but... can carry. I think personality and story carries a lot. You know, absolutely, I, you know, absolutely. Maybe I'm in
2: the like you know what you what you I think what you touch upon is absolutely true because like you can totally. Get Like, story is important. You can get completely enraptured in the story, and it could be shadow puppets. It doesn't matter, as long as it's done right. well and told well. So,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, knowing that you're my age, I had no idea about that before. Um, <laughs> you might be a little younger, but we're in the same – we would probably go to the same high school. Let me put it that way. Well, are you, um, are you Gen X? I, I am Gen X. Yes, I am. There you and, go. Um, okay, okay. So you get yeah. it. You get the 80s. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And uh, oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We, we I saw I, I I reposted this meme the other day. Somebody posted it, and I reposted it. But it was so true. It said Gen X is the only generation that thir- that turned 30 years old at age 10, and is yeah. now 30 years old at age 50. Well, you we're know, making we're our own 30 at 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 five years old. What do you expect? Of course. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your mom had to work, you know. But well, that's the generation we—everybody we knew was in that situation, you know. Um, right. Or, or we knew. We somebody, were in the wild. At least. We were wild. We um, had the keys to the house and everything. You, it was—it it was a crazy time. Uh, you know, I tell people, about it, you know, I'm like, everybody thinks yes, the '80s were very cool, definitely, and it, you know there was a lot of Duran Duran and, and stuff, at least in my life. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. at the same time. We're the generation that that you know when right when we wanted to have sex and everything. They told us it would kill you.
2: And, yeah,
1: um, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So there was some weird dichotomy things going on. It's um, probably why we're the way we are today. We just don't give a
3: shit. Absolutely. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's why we when like
2: when the pandemic hit, it was like, oh, we got this. Stay inside. Mm. We have long, We have TV. We got you know. We got snacks. We're fine.
1: Absolutely. We got this. Absolutely. It wasn't. I work from home, so for me, it was like a Tuesday. The only thing that was weird is my wife doesn't work from home, and suddenly she was home. So it was hard. We had to set up some, some boundaries and rules. I kind of felt like Jack Torrance in The Shining when Wendy uh-huh. came in yeah, absolutely. sandwiches. Absolutely. I can't concentrate. You interrupting me. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but I, I try to be nicer than Jack. Um, so you know, I hope so. <laughs> I know. I've been looking for the. Speaking of the Shining, if anybody out there knows, I have been wanting. I had this idea. I rewatched the Shining. I don't know, a year and a half ago, and I said, "Man, I really want to get." Somebody had to have has has had to have published his book, um, and I would love to have a copy of that. You know, to buy it somewhere. To put it on my coffee table just to freak out guests when they come over. Oh, what's this? And they open it and it's just the same sentence over and over again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I can't find it anyway. Any? I just make it back to. The, yeah, it's a lot of printer paper, man. It's a lot of print. I'd have to sell a painting just to buy the printing ink. Um, anyway, Kenneth, yes. your film yes. as an eighties kid growing up in the 80s and whatnot. I get yes. it, man. I get where you're coming from. I get, this is why it works so well for me, I think. I got the humor. I I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved the premise. And um, yeah, it's just fantastic. It's so funny. i cracking up. And, you know, if anybody's, let me put it this way, folks. If you've ever known a woman who has a sister uh, or are a woman with a sister... You'll get this film, because <laughs> <gonna tune> <laughs> they fight or, like I, that. I, I, or yeah. any kind of like uh, like sibling
2: beef. I think if you beef with your sibling at all, I think because I think Absolutely. I based that sister story based on kind of like between me and my the crap I deal with with my brother.
1: So it's a sibling thing. Oh, okay. Brothers and me. I don't know.
3: You
1: know, women I've known that, that beef with their sisters and what. They're much more subtle. Brothers will just come up and punch you in the face. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. At least the ones. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, or hold you down and <laughs> fart on you. Yep, totally. Yeah. Just,
3: you, we're very we're very direct, that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Thunderdome with, with pillows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, your arms popped out of the pocket? Nah, it's just hit it against the wall like they do in the movies. Oh, fine. yeah. Quit crying. <laughs> Don't mention <laughs> yeah, that it's no. your birthday.
3: Yeah. Oh. Right?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Remember when you told your buddies <laughs> it was your
2: birthday? and Like, oh, it's your birthday? They hold you down and they start punching you like
1: what? What are you, mean? eight years old? One, two,
3: three. Two, three four. Oh, yeah.
1: man. For me, it was uh, the the arm burns. Oh, my gosh. Indian arm burns. Ah, yeah, was oh, right, right, right. I remember those. Oh. Okay. And, and not the wussy ones that people think. I, I thought my skin would actually tear a couple of times ago. Yeah. It felt like it. Anyhow. Anyhow. Yes. So how did, you know, you've been in the, in the picture business a while and whatnot. You've done all this. You've worked on these big, giant movies, um, you know, Marvel movies and DC and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Big name stuff. I know one of the things, I'm not in the picture business. I'm not in the movie business other than my little peripheral way out in the boonies. Podcast here, but mm-hmm. um, something I learned that I didn't realize until I started doing the podcast is movie time is different. Uh, it moves at a different pace than mm-hmm. uh, regular linear time that we're all used to, <laughs> but no, you okay. know okay are familiar with. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and I, I always thought I'd turn the TV on to watch a show, and I'm like, ah, oh, they made this you know a month or so ago. No idea, mm-hmm. no idea that this was. Four years ago, they made this, or two years, or maybe. Right. Maybe it was. One. It could be any. You never know, um, right? Because things happen, especially and especially if you're, you know, getting checks together to pay for this stuff. How okay. they, What was the time length on this film? Because this is a, Oh this my was, gosh! What hour <laughs> forty minute <laughs> film? It's a feature film.
3: Yes. You
1: know? Well, uh, this isn't something show. that could be done in an afternoon. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Ten years, man. Ten years. <laughs> wow.
2: If how? you can believe it. Well, okay, so easily, easily, when you, have, when you have an idea and you have no money and, uh, you, know, you know, you're trying to schedule actors and sometimes they're available and sometimes they're not and everyone's working full time right. and doing this on the side. So it's very much like, uh, like how Chris Nolan shot Following. Just, you know, on our off time, you know, on the weekend, hey, can you do a scene on a Saturday? Can we shoot this? Can we shoot that? And we just kind of, we kind of did it that way. And uh, I knew it was going to take a long time doing it this way. But, you know, it's like the Iron Triangle, the Iron Triangle of what? Uh, fast, good, and cheap, right? So right. we had good because, you know, my, my actors were, were excellent and I was, oh, yeah. you know, excellent. I was doing my best to craft a story. That could really be compelling. Uh,
1: we had cheap, but we didn't have fast. So 10 years, bro, <laughs> 10 years. And that's amazing. That's amazing. Now, when you when you finished, when you finished, and I'm talking editing and, and you know, hung up the phone with uh, global digital releasing, the thing's going to be, uh-huh. you know, you have distribution in place and everything. Okay. I, I mean, did it feel like, like the day after my wedding, like like were you just like, oh my gosh, it's behind me now. What do no. we do now? You know, I mean, no. Did you have a relief? It, it was.
2: It. I mean, yes. Yeah, like yes, I did feel relief, but it kind of is one of. It's a marathon. It never feels like it's over. It's so you just kind of live I with gotcha. it. Does that make sense. Like makes, it. It's, yeah. It's, it is. It is surreal, but it doesn't feel real. It, it. So to be quite honest, the fact that I'm having this conversation with you right now. Ten years in the making, that led up to this point, inexorably is surreal, and it doesn't feel real, and it's um, obviously it's awesome, and we're very proud and happy, and uh, you know, after ten years, my wife is so ready to move on to other <laughs> projects. I'm running co on producer. it, man. Uh, Oh no, my god! What's funny too is that like like when we shoot this right. I'm I'm the cameraman, so it was an opportunity to uh, be able to shoot the film just completely with my own, like, two hands. And my wife is actually right. plays the boom mic girl. So she's actually, oh. as, as we're getting the real sound, my wife is co-producing, so, and she's also doing the boot We're a crew, too. So we're just, you know.
1: Um, Was
2: that her out.
1: in the film? Like, there's, there's yeah. one scene in particular where, I don't want to give anything away, where
3: a certain uh-huh.
1: husband gets uh, taken out on a hike. Uh, that's all I'm going to say is and that as the camera team is fall, running after them, there's a boom mic girl, like, hiding by the root of a tree there. Yeah. <laughs> the,
2: yeah is that the right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> awesome. And I told her. Yeah. And awesome. I, and that I was on purpose, too. Like, ooh, make like you're hiding from the gunshots. And she's like, ah, like that. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, she did a great or job. Or in the SWAT, the SWAT team gun uh, – in the SWAT team uh, <laughs> gunfight too, I said, "Hey, take a bullet, Logan, okay, okay,
1: man, land!" Ah,
2: and she took, you know. So she, I thought that'd be funny if, she, if the if the boom
1: mic girl took a shot. Brilliant. Well, folks, for, if you don't know th- what this is, is it's and I'm gonna this is very broad stroke. Um, it is a uh, story of um, the artists in this. They're, they're not painters. They're killers. They're assassins, and they call themselves artists. It's kind of a a group, you know, um, type thing. And, uh, they, they uh, like painters. <laughs> if you're familiar with the lo- your local art scene, uh, they're all in competition with each other and they all try to one up yeah. each other and they all try to outdo each other. It's, it's very true. Um, and in this uh, like a subculture, you know, a subculture, of it's the a fashion. subculture mm-hmm. that's right. And they, um, uh, this, this is filmed as a, as a, a mockumentary i guess is the term that, that's used um which is like a you know like a fake documentary but it's very yeah, effective a found footage a found footage movie mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely with uh you know interviews of people they think that they're, well they're they're making a documentary about these people they find this footage and and you, you follow the story along and it's hilarious it's hilarious because Thank you. these i think one of the the great things with the assassins is they're all people. <laughs> and they all yeah. have the same bullshit. that people yeah. have. Uh, well, I kinda you know, you, you know? see how slick and cool like there's
2: tons of movies that show you how slick and cool assassins can be. Like, right. Like, let's let's do one let's see one where they're just they're they're jackasses and like like full of mm-hmm. themselves. Kinda like the way the rockers are in uh, Spinal Tap. So it's kinda like Spinal Tap right. or Hitman.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But they're all pretty, they're all good at what they did. <laughs> it's Some are good. Yeah, a few are good. Some are, Some are good. good. Yeah. So yeah. Scorpio's pretty good. Um, well, until, but I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give anything. It's okay. um, this is one of those films that I could, that I will watch multiple times. This is going to be, um, you know, there's certain films, there's certain films I've seen. I have seen Roadhouse 10,000 times, I think. That's um, on Pain Don't hurt. channel, yeah, you know, I I'll stop and watch it. This is going to be one of those films like that, um, where I Aww. watch it over and over again. <laughs> and I can already tell. And I I bet you I'm not the only one. <laughs> you know, everybody's going to watch this. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, us .us.
0: Hey Rockers, this is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books "108 Rock Star Guitars" and "Immortal Axes," just to name a few.
1: Lbion. dot com Michelle dot com very very cool stuff check it out folks.
3: it's it's
1: it's great it's great um,
3: thank you so you much so you were sitting
1: around one day I'm I'm assuming and um, well ten years ago, well I guess the, yeah it could have been John Wick or something like it you're you're watching some kind of a fast movie or something and you're like
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know I think I could do this in a different way. <laughs> and then you just start writing. How did this all happen? So a,
2: so a buddy of mine got out of a relationship, an eight-year relationship, and he's, he's heartbroken. Ooh. And so me and my wife went to console him and cheer him up, and we're at the park. And then uh, he turns to me and says, Hey, Kenny, I would love to be in one of your film projects where I'm just kind of chasing down and uh, shooting at some bad guys. Do you think you can make that happen? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, totally. And I thought to myself, the idea, the vision of seeing my buddy Dave, right, uh, shooting at some bad guys uh, and who became actually Scorpio in the movie. He's Scorpio. So that's Dave. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Scorpio, he got his wish. Um, I was like, oh, for some reason, I saw it as a very verite, handheld kind of, uh, you know, realistic, so to speak, uh, kind of look to it. And that dovetailed to a bucket list wish of mine, which was to always do an improvised kind of spinal tap, what we do in the shadows kind of a project, uh, where I kind of knew where the story would go, but I would, like, kind of allow a lot of improvisation and, and, and uh, uh, fluidity. I, 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 I just love the idea of having the acting be super realistic in that way, but still funny. So, for instance, like... I, I, I would give one actor a motivation and say, hey, would, I want, try to get the job. No matter what, try to get the job. And I'll tell the boss actor, okay, no matter what they do, don't give them the job. And just see what happens. Just have them collide like that. So um, I conducted some interviews with some actor friends, which invariably became their auditions. So uh, I, I had Jason, who plays Frosty. I had Ariadne, who plays Lucian Mercy. And they did these like auditions for me. Not auditions, but yeah, these experiments. I, I, I framed it as an experiment. And I just said, hey, just pretend to be an assassin and just kind of like I'll ask you questions and then just kind of off the cuff. And just the way they kind of was so casual about, oh, yeah, and how much prep I do and killing people is not so you know, easy. And I, <laughs> I just thought, okay, I think I have something here. I think I have something. Uh, so once I cut the, the, the interviews together, I showed it to them. And I said, hey, I really think we have something here. If you allow me to, you know, like when you have in your spare time, like we can shoot like a bunch of these and create an arc. Do you think, you know, and mm. that became 10 years. <laughs> Until finally I said, hey, <laughs> let's kill everybody in a big, huge massacre blowout, Shakespearean blowout. And, uh, and that's what
1: we have. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And it's, it's, it's funny and it's just, it's just what you needed. Um, you know, I rewatched it last night, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I, uh, I, so I watched it actually twice. And I, um, I was having a crappy day yesterday. My wife come home from work, you know, and she had had a bad day. And, and we were just both just, you know, uh, and I said, you know, and she's like, what are we going to do? Watch Star I said, that's what we did last night. Let's
3: mm-hmm.
1: maybe we'll watch that after. But I said, here, I got a funny movie and she, Believe it or not, my wife is one of these people, she's like, Well what's the you know, what's what's the theme? And I said, Well, it's comedy, but it's it's killers and you know, her eyebrows went up at that because she's uh-huh. addicted to crime and uh, right. So you know, any crime so you ambushed her and I did, I did, and she loved it. <laughs> she loved it as both what we needed and uh, then we watched Star Trek after. But um Sweet. It, you know, it it was just I think a lot of people need this right now.
2: You know, it's one yeah, of those Yeah, I want it to be cathartic. I did.
1: Cuz to me Absolutely.
2: it's like that fa- it's it, it's that fantasy of like if someone's being annoying, who who wouldn't want to just smoke pools that are just being I, annoying? You know? Like uh So that was the, <laughs> the manager I, of the stop with the,
1: the two kinds of millet, you know? I mean, exactly. So
2: I think I, I wanted to be but obviously, you know, in the end, they are monsters. You know, that's why I thought, oh, that could be right. the fun of the show, is that I seduce you into this world where, 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 you know, you have power over dumb shits that mess with your, you know, gay. But in the end, like, that is wrong, and you're, you know, these are monsters. So I think that's kind of part of it. It's, it's the same way as the way a gangster movie, you know, you get, like, Scarface or something. Absolutely. You get seduced into the world, but in the end, you realize it's it's not the way to go. It's not the
1: way to... That's, that's why it's satire. That that's why it's fantasy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know? And I would even, you know, with that logic, I would argue, you know, you watch a movie like Goodfellows or something. Goodfellows is great. Uh, it's yeah. good. It, it's great with the ending. Because it's yeah. all kind of... Gangs of New York, same thing. You know, all this bullshit, this big fight and everything, and in the end, what does it all matter? What's it all mean? Right. Not much. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um and you know, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I like that. Um but the cool thing is, is it's it's a genre that that you know, at least everybody I know totally will, uh-huh. will dig this, you know. They they um Yeah. It's it's fantastic, you know. Um
2: that really, very, you, very you have no cool. idea. You have no idea how much that, you know, how good that makes you feel. Because you know, when you make these things, it's you. You kind of make it in a vacuum, because it's not like theater where you hear the audience laugh or cry or gasp or whatever. Right. So when you're shooting these things, it's like, is this gonna be good? Is this funny? Like, is anyone gonna care? You're <laughs> shooting it and just because you don't hear it. It's not like you finish editing a scene and you look around and like everyone's like clapping. No, there's nobody. So it's, I'm, I'm so glad. Uh, it's finally it's finding its audience.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know it it um, drops July twenty fourth or twenty th- first, right? Mhm. Yep. It's dropping. Excellent. It's... Dropping.
2: Oh wait, is this in the yep. past
1: or in the future? Uh, no, it's the eleventh or today's the thirteenth, so it's like a week oh, out. Okay. It's like a week out. No, but yeah. yeah, yeah, coming soon for so three. <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: Amazing. Yeah, it's free. Um, It'll be free on Tubi.
3: How
1: cool is that? How cool is that? Hey, let me ask you something, because you're in the business, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything, but somebody had mentioned this to me on one of my previous shows, uh, because I Uh love Tubi. I I love Tubi. I think it's a great, I'm like, man, it's funny because, like you were saying, sometimes the old ways work real well, and as supported streaming, who would have thought? You know, but it works fantastic. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and you know, I knew Tubi. I liked Tubi, and then it was this year. I think it was this year. We were watching the Super Bowl. And I got uh, they got me on the commercial. I thought something was wrong with my Roku. Um, uh-huh. I said, "Oh, we're switching to Tubi. What the hell's going on with the Roku?" But no, it was just the commercial. And I'm like, "Well, if Tubi's spending the money for a Super Bowl ad." They've got mm-hmm. to be doing okay. You know, I don't think they're out with a tin cup or anything. I don't think, right. You know? Right. Right. Um, right. But somebody had mentioned that the, uh, the cut, the pie, the pieces of the pie is pretty good with Tubi compared to other streaming platforms. Can you confirm or not confirm that sentiment? I will, n- neither, because my wife deals
2: with that, so I don't know. But I got gotcha. you. I, I, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. And, and honestly, it's to be decided, because also it's how many uh, clicks you get, or how many, the, al- all,
3: all gotcha. the uh,
2: great algorithm, because we're all serving the algorithm, right. whether we know it or not, the algorithm. Uh, That's true. So yeah, so we're hoping for a, a big uh, opening, and getting a lot of people to see it on the 21st. Uh, so just turn it on. Uh, before you leave to see Oppenheimer or Barbie and then just let it play through and then when you come home uh, you know you could maybe see it again I don't know but uh, if we get a good I think if we get a good uh, like amount of people then that'll be better for it'll stay there longer hopefully and then that will then I guess yeah mean a bigger cut of the pie but it's to be so to answer your question I guess it's to be decided because it's just like, look, if nobody watches it, then I guess my pie slice is really small. But if more people see it, then our pie
1: slice is bigger. So yeah, <laughs> that's good. That that's a good thing. One of the things that's great about it too is you've you've already done the work, and if if people are watching, people could watch this for fifteen years. You don't know, you know, even longer. Yeah, we'll, yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see. Know, Look at Casablanca or Gone with the Wind, who knows, you know. Right. Um, right. Look at the right. Three Stooges still getting played, um, you know. Sure. And you know it's. And the other thing is too is you've. I mean, what was your life like? Because as I mentioned, you've worked on these giant camps in America, Civil War, Batman, are Super Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, these are big, big things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So you're working on all week on these, and then on the weekend <laughs> you're grabbing the bat, the picnic basket with all the GoPros and stuff in it. No, I imagine you're using something different. Um, but mm-hmm. you're you're doing this very almost Ed Wood like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, we got to get this many shots in today because we've got yeah. these people available today. You know, you're not far off. How out. was you're not far off? Was it weird switching the hat? like ha- working and having every thing at your disposal to you know something so much more uh grassroots no it's cuz it's all fun it's all make
2: believe it's all uh it's, it's, and frankly it's 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 more fun in that uh you know cuz when you work on the big projects you're not uh, you're not in charge you're just in charge of your little bit you. so then right. then you can just but you're a little, you know, so you put all your focus and concentration on your, your one, on your part. You're you're just one instrument in an orchestra, right? Whereas right. when I'm captain of my own starship on the weekends, that's fun, too. <laughs> but it's much more smaller right. and much more, you know. So it, it, it's all fun, if that makes any sense.
1: That's awesome. That is so cool. Well, it's so cool. Like I said, coolest job in the world, man. Coolest job <laughs> cool. in the world. Um, yeah, as it's <laughs> To the editing portion during the pandemic because you know that was a big deal so yeah i'm mean, wait so what was your question were you were you still filming during the pandemic or were you to the editing p- portion
3: of it uh, no we were we, on? oh okay
1: uh yeah when pandemic
2: first started we were in the can uh because my wife refused okay. to let me shoot anymore and said no no more shooting. Let's wrap this up. Let's, let's figure, you know, I thought, okay. And so, yeah, it was actually the fact that I had so much free time that allowed me to finish. So it was quite mm. surreal to, fi- to finish the show and then finish the sound and finish all the, you know, effects and all the things that's needed to finish and then uh, do festivals remotely, get my awards remotely, uh, get distribution remotely. And so, literally, Crazy. my film went from. My film literally went from my my office screen to my to to my TV. It just it went from one screen to another screen in my house. The TV screen is
1: the one that everyone is watching. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by surreal. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
0: networking and more. Metal Bay Man is taking over the world one shirt
3: at a time.
0: Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com, that's www.loveshackapothecary.com, as well as online on Instagram and Facebook, links are in our website. from La Holler to Miami to London, www.merch.jamiebox.us. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's.
1: In- that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, uh, no, are you doing other work as well as a filmmaker? You know, you're filming commercials and music videos and stuff too. Cause I know a lot of guys do, or guys and gals do that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Or were you yeah. focused primarily on artists and agony? No artists and agony was one of
2: many kind of pokers in the fire. So yeah, I have, I ha- I would have friends who gave me opportunities to work to, to sh- you know, make their music videos or, uh, friends that also have, uh, you know, like I did, I did commercials for, mm. you know, for a line of, of, uh, uh, guy, uh, beauty products, like shampoos and stuff. Like, wow. It's so a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's, and it keeps the tools sharp, you know, you, you kind of like, oh, because oh, yeah. I do some, of, <clears throat> sorry, I do what well, it's, it's funny when I'm a hired gun, it's funny. My, the pressure is way less for me and I get to do really good work because you have to understand right. when I'm shooting my own thing, when I'm working on my own projects, I don't just have, and let's say I'm, cinema, I'm doing the, uh, the cinematography. I, I don't just, I'm not just doing the cinematography. I got the director sitting over my shoulder. I got the writer sitting over right. my shoulder. I have everybody, all these, you know what I'm saying? Like I have all these other departments telling me not to screw it up in my head, all in my head. Whereas right. I'm, you know, where i on another, sh- whereas if I'm shooting my friend's commercial, oh, you have my undivided. I'm just shooting it. I don't have to. It, I, you know, what I'm saying? Right. Like, so I feel I feel less pressure, and I actually end up being more free to do, uh, um, do the work. Does that make sense? So. Um,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's actually more fun than a hired gun. In in my thing, it's the same way. You know, a, a lot of people. I was at uh, a Fourth of July barbecue a couple weeks back, and uh, or a week back, whatever it was. It seems like I don't know. I, since pan- since the pandemic, I have no sense of time anymore. That's the one thing that it <laughs> eroded in me. Could be my age, but somebody had mentioned. It and they said, "Well, don't you?" They said, "Don't you get sick of like just working on commissions? You know, how many kids can you paint? You know?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, the commissions are great. I love getting a check up front." <laughs> You know, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, you know, and you can do better work because you know what you're painting. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, and you take your time and whatnot. Um, not everything is has to change art <laughs> when you, you know, right. when it's your own stuff. You're like, oh, I better, you know, if I'm gonna post this, put my name on it. It's better be good. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. But sometimes they're you not. Get it. So you get, you know? it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, and it's just uh, you got to keep rolling. But, yeah, 90% of my my business um, is is commission work. Um, Okay. It's just that's what pays the bills, you know. Um, (laughs) That's why we paint the other stuff. So people go, oh, that guy's pretty good. wonder if he can paint this for me. Sure. Right on. No problem, you know. I love being a hired guy.
2: I love being a hired guy because all the tools are at your disposal, but none of the the ego pressure, so to speak, is like messing with you. So it's a little bit more, it's more
1: liberating, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is cool, man. So you guys are doing uh, work constantly and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of independent filmmakers and um, probably not at your level and whatnot, but they all seem to have similar ma- machinery in their head in that there's never, okay, I'm, I'm, I have this project and that's all I'm, I know we're, we're promoing artists in agony hit at mm-hmm. Dakota to tea house,
0: mm-hmm. but I
1: know there's probably three or four other projects. The gears are turning, things are in process. I want to see more of your work, Kenneth. What, what can we expect coming up or can you not mention it yet? Well, you can see a lot of the things we mentioned, my sh- like
2: short films and uh, commercials and music videos, on my website, uh, <laughs> uh But, yeah, as far as right now. See, you know how, like you mentioned, like, wow, it takes so long to make movies because they shot that four years ago. That, remember you mentioned that? So right. because it's like that, you always have to be kind of working on a bunch of different things in different phases. So, oh, you might be writing something, and then another project might be in pre-production uh, and then another project might be, you know, oh, we, we're in the middle of casting that one. or And then you might be in the middle of shooting one. Because the thing about shooting is shooting is so clutch. It's like a, it's, it's literally like a, it's like a sporting event, if you know what I mean. It's like, okay, because it, it, you're gathering all your resources now to be on camera for that little bit of time that everyone can come together for it. And then once everyone's dismissed, then things then the timeline can be a little bit more relaxed uh, and then you can edit and then do sound and et cetera. But uh, shooting is super clutch, if, if you know what I mean. So, okay. Mm. So then, so production is very planning and very, that's why Hitchcock, Hitchcock loved like planning because the movie is perfect. And now well, all we can do is screw it up by shooting it. Right. Uh, which I, which totally makes <laughs> sense.
3: Um,
2: and I, and I feel it. it, it I, I like Hitchcock loved pre-production he loved it because when you're when you when you you, when you write it perfect and then you storyboard it perfect you know the legend says legend has it that he could look at storyboards and tell you how many feet that shot would take like oh okay that's five feet of you know film oh that's (laughs) that's that's 30 feet of film so yeah so then um so the legend says uh I believe it anyway so yeah um to answer your question, yeah, I'm right. So right now we're promoting Arts and Agony, but you know I'm also writing a couple. Like I have one a, a project that's already written, but we're trying to push. We're we're working on a pitch deck for it, and mm-hmm. uh, and then another project I have in the works uh, is a horror sci-fi kind of like The Terminator meets The Thing, apocalyptic kind nice. of idea. <laughs> so so yeah. Nice. No, so so the answer to answer your question is it's I have a few things going on you, I, as a filmmaker, you have to have a million things going on in every phase, so because that's that's the best way to be uh, productive because if you just if you did it linearly like oh if you, okay now i 'm going to do this one now i'm going to do this one now if you did it that way, uh, it
1: would be really it would take forever right right absolutely absolutely let me ask you this it's such a dynamic uh, person uh, you know working. Filmmaker that you are, do you, one of the things when I grew up, I never knew this when I was a kid. I never, you know, I was like, Hey, when I grow up, I'm going to be doing this or that, or, you know, this is how things I had a pretty good beat on it. I thought, uh, i mm-hmm. was totally wrong. As a, as a grown up now, an adult, the weirdest thing to me is I wake up in the morning, it's my schedule and it happens every day. It doesn't matter if it's a Sunday or a Tuesday, it just, this is just every day. Is you know I, I get up. I'm an early person, so I get up pretty early, have a cup of coffee, and and scroll through you know Twitter or whatever or the news or make sure the missiles aren't fall- falling on me. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: And
1: then I, and then I plan my day, you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and the weird thing is, is I plan it by the hour. I'm like, okay, from this time to this time, from nine to twelve, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be painting. Um, right. from eight to nine, I'm going to be answering email, um, from mm-hmm. 12 to one, I'll be returning phone calls because everybody's waking right. up on the website, you know what I mean? And there's sure, sure. my day is, is planned hourly and, and I never thought that would be the case, but it is. Uh-huh. Do you, are you the okay. same way? Do you, like, do you say, okay, I'm going to write today on this particular project for two hours or is it just, I'm going to sit down and write till I'm done with that?
3: Uh,
1: or yeah, I how I, do you, I am. How, how do you manage your time, Kenneth? I yeah,
2: exactly the way you do. Actually, it's very it's very much because you know why I think it I think it's it's a uh, the age we grew up in because you never know when something's mm. going to come and just hijack your day uh, or yeah. uh, you know very you know true. what I mean like oh like people would ask like oh what are you doing this weekend and think I don't know the weekend just happens to me. <laughs> You're- it's very rare I'm sitting around doing nothing on a weekend because oh. there's always something to do or something to to figure out. The other thing also is it's just like, ah, you can't obsess and think about some of these things too much. Uh, I have to trick myself into right. working. Uh, I can't – yep. I, if I tell myself, oh, tomorrow I got a lot of stuff to do, uh-oh, then, then, then I don't. It I won't get I, I yeah. resist. But if I surprise yeah, myself, I like, oh, too. by the way, you got to – you got to paint that or you got to clean the gutters or you got to do this or you got to write. You're like, oh, yeah. So, and then I kind of have to start doing it before I realize I'm doing it. But then if I start, because starting is the hard part. But once I start, then it gets good to me. Then I'm enjoying myself. And then I get to, I stay in it for a little while. So, yeah, I'm very similar to the way the way you operate.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm that way with painting, too. I, I will – Everybody always little like you always work on this, on your uh, your garden like cause I have a big garden and stuff and they're like in the morning I'm like yeah because it's, it's the heat of the day hasn't happened you know I, right. I'm a chunky monkey I don't like being hot um, but when, the reality is when I'm doing mindless activities like that I'm thinking about a, something I'm working on and I'm figuring it out and okay <laughs> need a, that'll be a nice contrast there and blah 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 blah, blah. I tell people yeah. I paint a painting six times before a brush touches the canvas, you know I've already figured all that shit out you know well your subconscious works on it yeah exactly exactly and um you know it's uh that's what you got to do just like our characters in the movie here you gotta plan those hits man you
3: can't just walk up
1: although some of them (laughs) um oh man uh, well, what a great film! This is such a good film. You're a great filmmaker. And, thank you. you, know, if, you were, if you were, if you were, if you're like me and you ever Did have you one of those mornings where that? you wake up and <laughs> no, no, no. no one told me to say it, Kenneth, because it's true. It's just true. Oh, you know? thank you. But if you, you know, if you ever have a, a bad morning, just say, well, there's some guy in South Florida that that digs what I'm doing." And um, thank you. No, I think that's, that's all we really I mean.
2: wanted. That's no bullshit, I really appreciate that I do because you know in life you just you always hear the negative and then pretty soon that negative voice is in your head too so it's just any anything to fight the 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 darkness, man so I appreciate it
1: absolutely absolutely now is your wife no your wife's obviously into film as well was she was
3: she mm-hmm.
1: you know this the plan also, or did she just happen to meet you and then by osmosis, get into it, or was she already a film person pre Kenneth?
2: No. So, she, when, before we met, she regarded film as trash and not art at all. And then um, I was very much like shocked. And then uh, we started dating, and then I started showing her movies. And so that's, nah. and then it kind of, and it, so a bit of osmosis too, the filmmaking. I think she's a very yes. creative person and brilliant mind. So just once she kind of saw the, the the machinations and the the toggles, if you will, then she started getting into it, you know. And she loves nice. producing. Like she loves she loves figuring out the she loves the because and it's a, that's why we're a good team because I'm into the creative problems and she's very much into the logistical produ- like problems. Like she likes tackling. Right. Oh, how do we get? You know the schedules to align, and how do we get resources? And like that's her, that's her a uh, uh, game. Like that's that's the she likes to win at that game. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: and it's so important. And like you mentioned before, folks in independent independent film actors are like drummers in bands. There's not enough of them. It sometimes it seems like, and they've they've always got to work on fifteen projects. You know, I love <laughs> at that the
2: analogy.
3: Same
1: time. I love that uh, analogy. Freelance
2: yeah. drummers. Yes. yes.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, we'd like to go on tour, but uh, Blaine has, you know, 14 other gigs he's got to do. So we'll yeah, figure yeah, this tour Jordan out around him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: But actors aren't flaking at all. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not, kidding. not at all.
2: <laughs> well, that was the beauty of this project. If a if an actor flakes, we kill them. <laughs> we just
1: kill them right. off. There you go. That's hilarious. That's probably what happened to Wesley Crusher on Star Trek. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. The Star Trek people are going to be after me now. Um, The email will start. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you this. Uh, Yeah. Well, I wanted to say, Kenneth, you've been around long enough. You know that there's – we live in a world of, um, you know – uh, people have uh, a lot of ke- – there's a lot of keyboards, a lot of mics, a lot of phones out there. Um, okay. This hasn't dropped yet, so you probably haven't had any negative reviews and stuff. It I can't happen. wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't pay them any mind because they're wrong. It's a good thing. Okay. Oh, This is thank hilarious.
2: You. But yeah, I have to say, like, we, we have – so when we had our, I, we had a a, a a kind of a a screening from a festival, mm. uh, in L.A. in a in a real theater, and uh, I it, and we had two ladies walk out like the first twenty minutes, and we felt me and my wife felt so proud. Like hey, did you see those two
1: ladies walk out? Yeah, <laughs> just so happy. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I I have this thing. I paint a lot. If, if I could only paint what I wanted to paint. I have a style that I, I coined called Pop Noir. It's, it's pop art, but it's pretty gals up to no good. You know, a lot of guns. A lot of, a lot of stuff Kenneth would like. <laughs> you
3: know, yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah, Kenneth. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but one of the things is I will get emails every so often. Why do you paint mm-hmm. all this? I'm like, I'm not painting anything. By, you know, how do you know what's happening in this? You know, you're kind of protecting right. some stuff here. But I don't Absolutely. want to argue with somebody. So I'm just like, well, you know, I paint what I paint. Um, right. I mean, sometimes if I'm feeling really frisky, I'll say, "Take a look at Western you know, art out of the Middle Ages, um, you know, from the church." For that, right. <laughs>
3: or just people say get the they're,
2: they're,
1: Just say they're rocking out. They're, what are they
2: doing? Oh, they're yes. rocking out. They're dancing. Exactly. They're, they're headbanging, <laughs> or whatever. Like, or just you know, what's happening in here? Oh, they're 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 at a, they're moshing. Just say they're moshing. That's Next right. time they, they ask, they, they're moshing. That's
1: right. I love it. I and love if they it. don't know
2: what moshing is, just walk away and be like, ugh, Philistine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unculted <laughs> swine. Philistine. That's, it. That's right. Oh my gosh. Well, as somebody who makes film um, and you know you understand it it's it 's uh you know we 're talking with fantasy and stuff here i don 't think your film mm-hmm. promotes violence or anything, and I think no. honestly, I would rather have violence in a film than in a movie than in a movie theater you know personally right um well yeah it's it is because yeah,
2: it 's funny cause the ver- the verit because the look of it is very verite it can fool you into thinking that it 's Like that was one of the concerns too, in my mind was like, Oh, are people going to really think because I shoot it very kind of realistically with all the, the kind of Mm. handheld bumps and, 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 you know, it's not, it doesn't look, it's not refined. It's raw. It's really raw looking. Right. Uh, but I, to me that it's the, the, I, I just gave the audience credit. Like if you're sophisticated, you're going to get that this is a joke and that right. the way I shot it is part of the joke, then you'll see that what I'm talking about is a statement about violence. Like, I kind, the blasé nature... I kind of wanted to say something about violence, honestly. Like, how... Like, the casually. Like, I... I not Absolutely. to say I'm solving anything. I, I don't want to say that I'm solving anything or making some grand statement. I just wanted a conversation. Like, we're having right now. Like, so I, I just... You know, because I, I love what uh, Tarantino said. He said, uh, violence is the only thing that people will uh, get on your case for doing well. Like, if you do mm-hmm. it well, they, they, they get on your case about I'm paraphrasing. That's not the exact rule, but something like that. Violence is just one of those things that if you do it well, they they get on your case for some reason. So,
1: yeah, Absolutely. I, I, well, I think... I, you know, a lot of people were up in arms with natural born killers in the '90s. You know, and I'm like, you're mm-hmm, missing mm-hmm. the point. You're missing mm-hmm, the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Know? Right. 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 And it, it's all this stuff. You know, it's it, it. You know, and it, it's needed. I think. I, I think we live in a. You know, the thing is, is everybody likes. You know, everybody's like, well, you know, horror movies are so terrible and whatnot. And I'm not a big Mm -hmm. horror movie. I much prefer personally a psychological thriller uh, because I think they're scarier. Uh, I think the the human is the most scariest thing ever. But, you know, I think the very first horror story or situation was some cavemen sitting around a fire. And out in the darkness, they heard a twig snap. (laughs) And they couldn't see what it was. And people mm-hmm. have been riding that high ever since, you know? That's, sure. That's why you have roller coasters and stuff, you know? People dig well, it, and yeah. they need it. It's, it's like you said, escapism, you know? It's well, I think apart part of it's you know, funny. I,
2: I think I saw an article, something, and the, the gist of it was is that horror movies have now kind of gone up in popularity because mm. times have been so tough, I think, is that – it's not about the being scared part, although that is part of it. It's actually the surviving. It's the idea that mm. to survive it, and I thought that was really fascinating. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, it, no, absolutely, And it's well, such a malleable you know, genre worked, too, horror.
1: It, one? It's interesting because you you work um, in in uh, and you have done work in in uh, superhero films and whatnot. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, always, you can always tell the guy who thinks he's cool at the party when he's like, oh, Hollywood, it's just another superhero movie. And I don't understand why these are so popular. And I'm like,
3: mm-hmm. did
1: you not take Greek mythology in college? You know, I mean, right. superheroes have always been popular. <laughs> you, know? Right. It's,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there were superhero Aztecs. <laughs> Go look at a yeah. wall. They wrote about
3: them."
2: You know, it's not it's, it's, it's not too hard to draw a line from Superman to Hercules, you know.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. It's it's so cool. And, you know, one of the great things is is you're in this business and you're making this stuff happen and, and, and providing entertainment. And I think all artists want their audience to to dig what they're doing. You know, absolutely. Sure. And you have that. You're doing that. And I think, you know, tip of the hat to you, sir. I, I think that's Thank pretty you. cool. <laughs> you know?
3: yeah.
1: I do my best. You know, you got to wake up some days and just think, man, this beats the hell out of selling insurance, you know, or, or I'm sure you've had, you know, mundane even jobs I,
2: before and whatnot. You know, Jamie, I'm telling you, even um, if I was selling insurance, I would still be writing. I'd still be doing this, which is which. this is a great age we're living right. in now where you can shoot stuff with your phones. So you see amazing. I see amazing stuff all the time on TikTok or whatever, and I think it's great.
3: No, oh, yeah, it's it's
1: amazing. It's amazing, and you know people are doing that too. They and and not and self distribution and stuff. I don't know if they're buying infinity pools doing it that. You know, to be honest with right. you, but I've i watched right. some stuff. I I watched a two hour movie on YouTube. <laughs> you know, I admit it. I have. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Was entertaining. Good good. It did its job for me. Yep. You know? Entertaining
2: is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I love about it, really? too. It's just, like, some of the things I watch are just, like, I watch a girl who loves to make dresses,
1: and I just watch that channel.
2: You know, stuff like that. <laughs> my,
1: my wife is like, my wife, I, people laugh all the time. They're like, you know, Jamie, you should get a TikTok. I'm like, I'm way too old to be doing a TikTok. Are you kidding me? And I, I don't even mm-hmm. have a phone. You know, my wife's got a phone. Right. What do I need a phone for? I'm always with her. Um, you know, if somebody needs to get a hold of me or something, I guess. But uh, you know, she goes to sleep every night. I listen to TikToks every night as we go to sleep, and huh. she watches some of the craziest shit. For, and she goes in these weird phases. For a while, she was watching these guys who clean rugs in Russia, and ah, she sits there for like half an hour <laughs> watching them clean a rug.
3: I'm like, because you're seeing to get done. Asleep.
2: Yeah, it's satisfying. It's satisfying. It's like yeah, I I do true. the same for like cooking shows too. I like to watch things get cooked and get made. You know how yeah. does chicken yeah. chow mein get made? Oh, okay,
3: that's cool.
1: Absolutely. I was watching one of those. It, this is oh probably it was during the pandemic, so it's got to be a couple years ago. And um, I'm like, you know what? I really miss. I really miss fried rice. So I'm like, surely oh. somebody on YouTube figured out a way to make fried rice. It can't be that hard. The, the, the most popular place on the planet makes fried rice all the time. I should yep. be able to do this. So yeah. I watched a couple of videos. I tried to make it. It was the worst fried rice in the history of the oh, world. No. I think. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. That was terrible. Oh, no. It happened. It, it oh, was so bad. My, my wife that. was like, let's call the restaurant. I will buy uh-huh. the fried rice tonight. <laughs> I You uh-huh. tried, and I love you for it. No, we're not even this. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. Uh, not my talent. Not my. But yeah, I watched a lot of those. I watch a lot of stuff like that. I, I watch weird. See, I watch weird stuff too. You know, my wife's like, "Has there been a thing about the Marianas Trench you haven't watched?" I'm like, "I like these deep sea creatures." <laughs> yeah, you know? I yeah, they're cool looking. Watching
3: that can. Yeah.
1: I'm like, look, it's a vampire. She's like, yeah, she watched it last night. I'm like, no, that was a different one. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Let me ask you this. One of the last, yes. when I'm not working, people are like, oh, for fun, do you just sit around and draw? No, I don't. That's what I do for work. Um, you know, if, if I'm drawing something, I'm trying to get paid for doing it. Um, as a movie maker, do you mm-hmm. watch a lot of movies for fun, or are you hard to watch a movie with? I imagine your wife probably is, too, because you're like, ah, eh, they should have done it this way. Should have done it that okay. way. So I don't know if
2: it's my age, probably because of my age, because I'm just getting older, but it's getting harder and harder to make me sit down and watch something new. I, I, I'm, so to answer your question, I watch old movies. I just watch I, gotcha. I watch stuff that like – but here's the thing. I don't just sit and watch. I watch it, but I, I study it. I'm like, okay, let's watch Richard Donner's Superman – but just focus on just the close ups. Let's just look at his close ups. <laughs> How does he design a close like that, you know? Or I'll just look at the editing. So right. It'll be like that. Like, or let me watch um Goonies, but just focus on one
3: character.
1: <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh absolutely. Like, absolutely. I I've been that way with Jaws. I've been rewatching Jaws a bunch lately. I don't
3: know why. Oh, what do you don't know why?
2: It's,
1: it's you don't need to, you don't but it, need to it, apologize. It, but it, That movie's brilliant. You know, Quint's undoing at the end was fantastic. I loved it. Um, it's perfect. You oh, know, I felt whole, for the guy. The whole, that whole character is brilliant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what's weird is one time I was watching Jaws on t- television, and um, then, I don't know, I flipped through the TV after it was over. I flipped around a little bit, and I landed on the Sting. And yeah, you know because he plays the mm-hmm. monster uh, uh, guy right. in that, right? He's like and the I'm bad like, guy. Yeah, I'm like, what a what a what a range this guy! Has. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, he's, and he's great in both. Um, Robert, Shula. you know, this sophisticated mm-hmm. bad guy. Yeah, it was fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, very cool, man. Well, you know, I'm going to say this, Ken. I keep doing what you're doing. You're real good, Thanks, at man. It. You know this, <laughs> you know. I can't wait to see more. I can't. I really enjoyed Artists in Agony. Hey, folks, and before I forget, we just been sitting here BSing like we do on all the shows, but we have links up. We've got a link um, to uh, Kenneth's website, kennethlouie. dot com, um, and also uh, link to their Instagram page, Facebook, the Link Tree, which has links to everything. Um, you know, all things.
3: Is mental the Artists Agony link up there too?
1: No, I didn't
2: know we had one. There's an there also, a... There's dot an com, and that, is, okay. that houses a lot of extras, like little videos that didn't make the final show, but were so good, I, I had to put them somewhere. So I got it's like, kind of like DVD special extra things, you know? It's kind of like that. Remember those DVDs? Oh, uh, here so it is. on artisanagony.com. Artisan Artisan you can see little videos and little vignettes and little little extras that aren't oh, all in the movie, and trailers too. So
1: <laughs> absolutely, this has got everything. Look at this! I oh, it's got the movie logo and it's so cool with that shot. You know what? Those are hard to think. Um This is <laughs> this is awesome. I wish I would have known about this before we had to fly it. we could, have it doesn't matter didn't matter. Artistsandagony.com link will be up as soon as we finish the uh, show here. And um, the other thing is when when we convert this to a podcast and it goes out to Spotify and and TuneIn and Pandora and everything, um, you know, we're on like 700 podcasting platforms. Um, Those links stay active. So if you're listening to this in the future on Spotify, hello from the past, thanks for listening. Uh, But click on those links, man. It'll get you right there. This is a cool website. Check this out. I had no idea. This is cool. I like this a lot. That's a nice website, man. Whoever did the website, buy them a cup of coffee next time you hang out with them because this is fantastic. That's that's one of
2: the tricks I had to learn over pandemic because I made that website.
1: (laughs) Well, you did a great job. You You give me some free time. I'm
2: dangerous. I'm dangerous when, no,
1: I, no, when no, I'm yeah. bored. Kenneth, my my first website, I when I first, this is, I've been painting professionally now, I, you know, over 20, started in 2001, um, really. And I was dating this gal, and she was a website maker, a designer. That's mm-hmm. what she did. Right. So she made my website, and it was great and all this and that. Things ended between us, and, you know, as they do when you're young. And uh, right. I'm like, well, at least I got a cool website out of the deal, you know? It's uh-huh. insane, but whatever. So I right. go online, and I, I open up my website, and all it says is, Jamie is a jerk, in real big flashing oh, letters. Oh, no. And I, oh, I no. didn't know any of the passwords or anything. And I'm like, God damn it. So I went, I went to the <laughs> I was living in San Diego. I went to the San Diego City Community College and took an HDMI <laughs> class. So I would never be in that situation again. Um, wow. No, this is fantastic. I wish I would have known you then. Look at this thing. This looks yeah, like, you know, you. <laughs> Paramount's behind it or something, or
3: Sony Aww. Pictures or something. It's
1: amazing. Um, oh, I'm Yeah, I wish they would send me a check now. No, I'm kidding. Very, very cool. Well, you know, Kenneth, I would, uh, you know, you're awesome. I would love to have you back sometime just to talk about. Full I would film love to be back. I know you have so much free time. <laughs> you know, you're well, only Matt, doing not so much anymore. Awesome yeah. Oh man, well keep doing what you're doing, and we're gonna keep watching. And uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Very, if very you cool. See other
2: stuff I've done, then yeah, check out kennethlouie.com for
1: sure. Absolutely. That's, and what a cool picture that is, too. Look at this on the uh, the About page. What a cool photo that is. I don't know what you're making there, but it's, it's cool. There's a naked person doing Tai Chi or something, and you're filming it.
3: With one of those about,
1: giant $10,000 um, cameras. Yeah, Kenneth Lewis on the About page. Yeah, on the About page.
2: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's me shooting the zombie movie, the, the zombie short we did. And uh, that's my oh, buddy okay. uh, Mike. That's my buddy Mike, who <laughs> was playing nice. a zombie uh, that had all his clothes fall off.
1: So <laughs> that's what that's about. <laughs> well, you know, it's rough out there being a zombie, you know. Oh my it is. gosh, it is very, very especially <laughs> in my movie.
2: Look out, no one's <laughs> yeah. safe.
1: Okay, Don't be least.
2: mad if I ask you to play a zombie or
1: a dead body or something. Any time, any time. Oh my gosh, that's funny. That is funny. Very cool. Well, folks, this uh, like I said, this is going to be converted. We're going to turn it into a podcast here. We're going to blast it out everywhere, and um, you know, we're adding also ArtistInAgony dot because uh, you got to go there. This is a cool website, and uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff on here too, man. Very very. Hey, do cool you mind if I interview? Do you mind if I quote you? Yeah, anytime you want to, man. Anything, yeah, that's fine with me. Sweet. Um, Cool, cool, cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, We are going to uh, get to work on this, and we will see you um, next time. Um, Hey, I got an email from everybody going, why are you used to do, like, three shows a week and stuff? Why are you down to, like, uh, you know, one or two? It's just the way it goes sometimes, folks. Um, You know, I've been busy. I've been busy. (laughs) That's what it is. Uh, You know? And it never ends. Just when you think you're getting ahead, man. Oh my gosh! Uh, I left my. I got one of those fancy electric lawn mowers, and I left. I was folding it all up to put it in the shed, and I left the battery outside, and it stormed on it. Oh my gosh! The lawnmower cost three hundred dollars. The new battery two hundred. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. So, had to paint a painting. You know, gotta buy a new battery. Crazy. Crazy. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so Again, yeah, that was that was last week. Very cool, Kenneth. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. You rock. Thank you, sir. We'll see you next time.
0: Goodbye, everybody. All right. See ya. This has been pop art painter Jamie Ross's <clears throat> Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Ross, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited For broadcast on Blog Talk Radio Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, the Harry Hicks from uh, Sverige Ocne, listening to Pop Rocks Radio Med Jamie Rocks
0: Blog
3: Talk Radio